I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. This is the Bear of Texas reporting live from an undisclosed location deep in the heart of Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, today's subject is Bobby Carpenter. Arguably considered the worst first-round draft pick in Cowboys history. You know what? To take it up a notch, many consider Bobby Carpenter to be the worst draft pick in Dallas Cowboys history, period. Now, when the Cowboys think of the worst draft picks in Cowboys history, of course, the name Quincy Carter always comes to mind. Some others might say Mo Claiborne also comes to mind. But a lot of people, and many Cowboy fans will agree on this, but Bobby Carpenter may as well be considered the worst. Bobby Carpenter played his college football at the Ohio State University. Started 26 times. A total of nearly 200 tackles, 121 which were solo, 14.5 sacks, 23 tackles for losses, 2 forced fumbles, Seven deflected passes, three interceptions. Quite respectable. In 2002, as a true freshman, he played in every game. And that year, Ohio State would win the BCS national title, beating Miami for the title. And he was part of that game, which is amazing. In 2003, started at strong side linebacker, 37 tackles, 24 solo, 4.5 sacks. Six and a half tackles for a loss and a couple of, excuse me, forced fumbles. Now, by 2004 came around, Carpenter was a full-time starter, specifically starting at the strong side linebacker position. He was the second on the team with 93 tackles, registered two sacks, six and a half from behind the line of scrimmage, amazing, three deflected passes, three interceptions. Wow. Now we get to his senior year, 2005. Started 11 games. Fifth on the squad, 49 tackles. Second on the team with 8 sacks. (laughs) 10.5 tackles for losses. Wow. Which earned him second team All-Big Ten Conference honors. And in his final game against Michigan, unfortunately, he suffered a fractured right leg slash ankle, and he was unable to play in the Fiesta Bowl that year. The Dallas Cowboys selected Bobby Carpenter, 18th overall, first round, 2006 NFL Draft. Honestly, drafting Bobby Carpenter, believe it or not, was not Jerry Jones' idea. As a matter of fact, it was the idea of none other than then-head coach Bill Parcells, who apparently influenced the organization to drafting him because apparently because, excuse me, Bill Parcells had actually coached Bobby Carpenter's dad. To say that Bobby Carpenter's time at the Dallas Cowboys was horrible, ladies and gentlemen, that's a million dollar understatement right there. Hell, maybe I should say that's the understatement of the year, right? And we're only seven days into 2021. It's horrible. Really horrible, the experience. And and, and it's sad, too. It, It really is. Okay. 
this dude played for five teams total, but since we're talking about the Cowboys, it really has to start with the fact that only three starts in in his time with Dallas. Three, okay? Just three. And in that time, okay, only three and a half sacks. Man, no interceptions, no forced fumbles. You know, his first, you know, his year as a rookie, he played in 13 games, okay? Had a sack, had one sack and a half. You know, only 15 tackles, you know, which were solo, okay? And, you know, but he did have his, you know, did have a great game in that playoff uh, game against Seattle. But, you know, there was just nothing, nothing to really be convinced about, you know, because the best game he had, you know, that 2006 playoff loss to the Seahawks, which, you know, ended with Tony Rumbo mishandling that snap on that kick. I don't want to get into that. But he started that game as an outside linebacker, okay? Had five tackles and deflected three passes. So that was really respectable. But that was his first game of his first good game of the year, and it was a playoff game. We didn't see that during the regular season. So things really were not starting off well, okay? I mean, I don't know what the Cowboys saw in Carpenter that few or other NFL teams didn't really. I mean, obviously the Cowboys felt that he could play well inside a 3-4 defense, but... Uh, from this, uh, from from the, according to this source, Carpenter's game was based more upon speed and pass coverages than point of attack strength. So, I mean, based on how he's, his stats are in, at Ohio State, it does actually make sense. But at the end of the day, th- according to this source, the blame is not on Carpenter himself, but the Cowboys scouting department. I mean, that could actually be true. I mean. Carpenter was just happy to be selected in the first round and play and play, and play uh, professional football, and you know, playing for the Cowboys. I mean, despite the stereotypes and you know the lack of success from you know f- from the Super Bowl days of the '90s, playing for the Cowboys, you know that that's a lifelong achievement. I mean, that's on your resume. But you know, just one and a half sacks in his first three seasons combined is just you know it. It's fraud. You know, in the words of Wiley, a.k.a. the Venomous Stare, it's absolute fraud. <laughs> you know, and as hard as it is to say, I mean, all, all this is absolutely true. I mean, I'm not sugarcoating this. I'm really not exaggerating, but things never, just, just never went well for him. Now, in 2007, he played all 16 games, 18 tackles total, no sacks, you know, didn't, didn't have another sack until 2009. And he was playing, you know, the influence of Wade Phillips' defense because, you know, and, and things were, I mean, 2009 was slightly better. Had a total of 46 tackles, total 37 solo. Had, again, the two sacks. So, in 2009, Barbie Carpenter finally had a bit of a respectable season, okay. But only three starts in those four years. And it just wasn't, it just wasn't going. It wasn't going to work. Okay, and then you know, fifty tackles total in his first three three years. Excuse me, a little over fifty, around fifty uh, tackles. His you know first three years combined, you know, and you know no, no turn, no no forced fumbles, no interceptions, you know barely, you know not even getting to the you know, only getting the quarterback, you know once one and a half times. It was not cutting it at all, and you know some people were even asking, why is he on the team? I mean, people were pretty pissed off, believe it or not. I mean, I was disappointed too. I mean, at the time, I was not in the you know, I was not doing the the, the scouting research like I do today. But 
But I, I could just tell you, I was not happy with how things with Bobby Carmen was going. I mean, I thought he was better than this. I thought things would, would be better. It's it's a shame, really. When you think about it, it it's a damn shame. But it, it was it was amazing how even Wade Phillips was able to find a role for Carpenter in 2009, and he used him primarily in pass coverage situations. You know, had those two sacks, and so Wade Phillips actually found a spot and actually coordinated a defense that would help him out. So it was amazing that a, a football genius like Wade Phillips was actually able to find a spot for a dude who's been with a team for like three years now and hasn't really done anything, okay? Now, in 2009, that playoff game against the Eagles, 34-14, we all remember that game, don't we? That game had two fumble recoveries. So that might have been, you know, that, that, that was certainly a very good game, but, you know, only had two tackles in that game, two solo tackles, four total. Did not sack Donovan McNabb, but recovered two fumbles, so... I guess things were actually pretty good for him, but but it, it was still not enough for him to say that he had a highly decorated season with the Dallas Cowboys because the truth is, he did not, okay? In 2009, you know, taking over in the team's nickel linebacker role, you know, what I should say, even though he had uh, two sacks, I should mention to y'all that Majority of that time, he was on special teams. I mean, I, I guess that's where you say, you know, Wade Phillips also found a uh, found a place for him, you know, to play on special teams. You should probably maybe uh, credit the special teams coach at the time for that, but the Cowboys had him and they had to find something to do with him, but things were just not good, okay? Four years stint with the Cowboys, he never established a starting role. Had a total of 90, 96 tackles. 29 special teams tackles. <laughs> and there's a there's actually a story, okay, that Cowboys, a former Cowboys offensive line, Mark Colombo, would routine, routinely refer Bobby Carpenter as Barbie Carpenter. <laughs> and apparently it was to provide a further, according to the source, it was to provide evidence of the first round's busts and ineptitude. <laughs> I guess Bar- Mark Colombo was, was kind of proving a point that Bobby Carpenter is extremely overrated. Is that the best way to say it? <laughs> I mean, I, I can't. I, I can't say that. I mean, I didn't. I, I never played against Bobby Carpenter, but it's you know. Well, what, what's also amazing is you know, is that you know. Well, I should say what, what amazes me is the fact that drafting Bobby Carpenter was not Jerry Jones's idea. <laughs> I mean, I get it. In, in Bill Parcells' case, I get it. You know, he coached uh, Bobby's dad, but. You can't. You don't want to just draft a player just because you coach his dad. But I'm pretty sure there were more reasons to that, or that maybe that wasn't reason at all. But but Bobby Carpenter, you know, there's no denying he he truly had potential because his career playing at Ohio State University was certainly absolutely respectable. Okay, but you know, and and now that you know the fact that he would ultimately see his name in five different teams, you know, over the course of his you know forgettable career, you know, actually I should mention three separate teams in 2010 alone. Because after the 2009 season, in May 2010, Bobby Carpenter was traded to the St. Louis Rams, and the Cowboys got an offensive tackle by the name of Alex Barron in exchange. And what's amazing is that a few months later, Bobby Carpenter was cut by the Rams. So now I'm asking myself, so the Cowboys just not have it in them to cut a former first-round pick, so they traded him only for the other team to cut him later? 
I mean, I don't know. But then two days later, he signs with the Miami Dolphins, which is which reunites him with Bill Parcells, who of course you know drafted him. But it didn't. It really did not last long. Because he was apparently waived October eighteenth because apparently of a mistake that he made on a special teams blocking assignment in a game against the Green Bay Packers. Apparently, it came on the heels because in a previous game against the New England Patriots, Barbie Cumber, Bobby Carpenter excuse me, committed two previous blocking errors on assignments in a game against the Patriots. Huh. There you go. I guess, is that more proof that he, he, he didn't have it in him to play professional football or that he was just badly overrated? But, you know, before I, I talk a little bit of his, his stint about, about the Detroit Lions, ladies and gentlemen, it's a shame that he could not, inter, you know, he could deflect passes, you know, couldn't never intercepted a pass, really couldn't get to the quarterback, because based on how he played in college football, it, it would have been reasonable to say that he could average at least three to five sacks per season, okay? And maybe get one interception a year, or, or at least, you know, just wreak havoc. I mean, Bobby Carver was kind of seen as a guy like Sean Lee who could... Lead the lead the team in tackles, okay? I mean, that's the potential that Bobby Carpenter had. I mean, that's how great he was in college, playing for the Ohio State University. But it's quite clear that those skills did not come with him to the National Football League. It's like, when it, once he arrived in the NFL, he arrived at, at Valley Ranch, you know, he became a different guy. I mean, I could sit here and flop my gums all day. I mean, I, I don't know what happened to him, really. I don't. There's, there's lots. There's lots of reasons. I mean, as far as I know, he didn't have a hin- injury history with the Cowboys. I understand that. I understand that he got hurt, you know, and he couldn't play in the Fiesta Bowl, which, which would have been his last college football game. I mean, I, I get that. I mean, that that certainly hurts, but but I, I don't know what happened, man. I really don't. And you know, and it doesn't surprise me that he's considered the biggest bust. <laughs> but also, when we think of buzz, you know, another guy like Felix Jones also fits the description, but. You know, it, it's sad that several first-round picks with the Cowboys all turn out to be busts. It's quite embarrassing, okay? It, it, it really is. And, and, and if we're talking about the best, you know, one of the best, you know, picks and first-round picks in the last 10 years, you know, Des Bryant probably has to be the best one, okay? I can't, you know, some people already believe that CeeDee Lamb is, but, you know, that's it's too early for that. But there was also Mike Jenkins, but, you know, had that great year in 2009, and then after that, nothing. You know, a one-season a one wonder is what I like to say. But it's clear that apparently the Cowboys felt that Bobby Carpenter was right there, and, and, and a player of his skills and talent could do well under a 3-4 defensive scheme, okay? It clearly wasn't the case, really. But I'm not sure if the Cowboys tried to get him to fit that this fit that kind of scheme, or if they tried to you know change the scheme themselves. I mean, I don't know. Apparently, it 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 really brings up to mind, and it's clearly obvious to me that the Cowboys and Bobby Carpenter was simply not on the right, not on the same page. I mean, the fact that he was not good, they felt that he was good under three and four when he wasn't. It seems like they weren't even reading the same book. You know. That's what that, that that's what I'm trying to dig up. There's more to the case than the fact that he's simply just not a good player. Because you know I can't just go out here and say, oh well, he sucks. I mean, I I gotta explain why. But you know from the stats and you know the three only three starts in his career, you know only three and a half sacks in his career, 
it, it, it didn't go there. I mean, it, it wasn't just there, okay? It, it, it's just, uh, it, it really makes me sick, really, <laughs> because I'll be honest, I was pretty excited when we, when we got caught, because I was, I was watching the, the draft when I was uh, 13 at the time, okay, and seeing like that, I was like, huh, and then see, seeing his, uh, his uh, film, I was just like, huh, this, this dude could actually fit right in, but... But I guess I should say, boy, was I wrong. But now let me talk about his stint with the Detroit Lions. So after he was released by the uh, Dolphins in late October 2010, he was picked up by, by the Detroit Lions, played the rest of that season, and was able to play the entire, entire 2011 season with the uh, with the Lions. And there was actually one game he had that was good against the Dallas Cowboys. Had six tackles, a pass deflected, and actually finally had his first career interception, which he returned for a touchdown against the Cowboys, against Tony Romo. When the Cowboys were up 27-3, to Barbie Compter has a pick six, which sparked a second-half comeback. Man, you know, that game, 24-point collapse, was the largest blown lead in Dallas Cowboys history. It was embarrassing. We were up 27-3, and we lost 34-30. And in that game, Romo threw consecutive pick sixes. It was just, it was sad, really. But, and the the fact that Barbie Carpenter, who had been such a bust for the Cowboys, makes an amazing play and sparks the comeback. Ladies and gentlemen, I just had alcohol thrown on a deeply cut wound. It burns. It hurts pretty damn bad. But closing it, (coughs) excuse me, on April 5th, 5th, 2012, Carpenter signed as a free agent with the New England Patriots. Well, that didn't last long. He was one. He was among the, the team's final preseason cuts September 1st, but he was re-signed October 3rd after Dante, Dante Hightower suffered a hamstring injury. Hmm. But l- later that month, October 31st, after playing only four games with the Patriots, on, which was uh, on special teams where he had Two special teams tackles. He was released. Well. Now I'm looking at, at these numbers. All, all the game played. Played 13 games in 2006. 16 in 2007. 13 in 2008. And 16 in 2009. Three starts during that time. Three. Ugh. Three and a half sacks. I mean, I, I swear. Had that, okay. Actually, you know what? I, I should say, okay. I actually forgot. Okay, from what I'm reading, he had a fumble recovery in 2008. I don't know how I, how I missed that, but apparently he did have that fumble recovery. But what good what, what good did it do, though? If we're talking about his career. What good did it do? I mean... Nothing really. It was a game, that game against Tampa Bay in two thousand eight. Okay, I actually remember that game pretty well. Tony Romo was injured. Uh, Brad Johnson was actually starting for the Cowboys, and you know, well, here's another one of the worst Cowboys player in history was involved in that game. The wide receiver Roy Williams out of the University of Texas, the former Detroit Lion. He had recently been acquired by the Cowboys, and he had scored that touchdown in that game. But but that game, you know how solid and 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 dominant the Dallas defense was, just making stops, you know, 
keeping Tampa out of the end zone. But when Barbie Carpenter had that fumble recovery, I mean, well, there's something, but it's not really going to change anything. I mean, he's still a bust. I'm like, fine, you know, once in a lifetime, you know, fumble recovery. That, that's his only fumble recovery of his career. So it, it really didn't. It really didn't change a thing. Okay. And sometimes, you know, I, I, I'm really determined to ask the Cowboys, was it worth it? But, you know, the fact that if it's being blamed on the Cowboys scouting department, then, you know, it, it's it's something, you know, we're going to ask. I mean, was it worth it, like, to, like, not be more careful? But, hell, and really, what do I know? And, you know, because of this whole experience with Bobby Carpenter... The Dallas Cowboys have to be absolutely careful, more precautionous. More, it should take better precautions, I should say, when it comes to drafting the first round, especially especially a defensive player. Because aside from Carpenter, Mo Claiborne was a bust as well. Mo Claiborne, you know, getting torched on defense, not intercepting the amount of passes we thought he would. You know, only had one his rookie year. You know. It said that, you know, at least two players, you know, in, in Dallas, Steve, it, it, the fact that the Cowboys straight up to get Claiborne and how it didn't work out, I mean, it's a kick in the damn nuts. I mean, it stings a little bit for me, but it's sad that, you know, the, the Cowboys have a, like, curse, you know, like, they take a player who's got hype and potential, but it really doesn't get them anywhere. I mean, they get nothing out of it, really, because the bottom line is, when we're asked, what did we get out of Bobby Carpenter overall? I mean, the answer is simple, ladies and gentlemen, because we got absolutely nothing. Not a zilch. Nothing. And it's a damn shame. I mean, maybe I could write an article saying, what if Bobby Carpenter actually had a good career? I mean, in this case, really, I can't do it because these are just simply theories that... Could be regarded as a, as a joke, or in the words of Wiley, a.k.a. They're in a stare, they could be statements regarded as fraud. Okay, and, and, and really, there's there's no point of even trying. He The dude never lived up to the hype, okay? And, and, and again, three starts in four years, totaling just 96 tackles, three and a half sacks, okay? And the fact that he was actually able to last on with the Cowboys, it's beyond me, y'all. It's really beyond me. So therefore, as I close out this very short episode, I guess I should say that Barbie Carpenter is officially considered the worst Dallas Cowboys pick ever. Some might argue it's Quincy Carter, but you know what? I th- I say it's debatable, but for me, I have to say Bobby Carpenter. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very much for joining me today, talking about the worst Dallas Cowboys pick in history, and I will see you next time.